welcome back to Dice and Salt. I'm Lady Toast. And I'm Lord Richter. And we're here this week with episode 126, Around the World. The uh, opening episode for, uh, surprise, surprise, book five. That's right, folks. We've we made it we, to book five. Uh, people said it didn't exist. Those people were us. <laughs> I I thought we'd be in book four forever. Uh, yes. Gallowspire, I thought, was going to turn out to be actually book five, four, five, and six. Just different yeah. levels opened up. I mean, we dug deeper. I mean, Alex didn't didn't say no to that. Yeah, he, in the episode, he didn't when dissuade. Said, yeah, us. we're out of no. He's like, mm, I mean, you think you're out? <laughs> <laughs> he did say that. He did say that. I, again, I say mistakes were made. Alex, mistakes were made. You should have put them in coffins. It should have been or sarcophaguses, whatever. Should have put them in there in stone. Just something. And we'd have thought, oh dear God, it's happened again. It would have been so good. Oh. So I know we're, awesome. we're armchair DMing, but you know, well, still, you know, that's that's what you pay us for. We, that's right. We get the big bucks to do this. Mm-hmm. The big bucks. <laughs> They're actually, you know, printed on like twelve inch by eighteen inch paper. You know, just single mm-hmm. dollar bills and and <laughs> the big bucks for us. <laughs> At least you're getting money. They send me candy, but it's big candy. <laughs> it is big candy. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, I guess we can start off with the uh, the level ups. I I like yep, yep. that Nick's big thing is his phantom steed flies. Yes, and and then and that's then the big takeaway, the which he episode. say is so important. He saves till the <laughs> end of his explanation. Right. I I focused they... <laughs> on defense. I think I've thought of a way to do offense if we can ever get to some place where we could do a little shopping. I've got this thing that'll add a bonus to, uh, and I'm forgetting the name of his his sword now. Uh, Elias? No, no, his sword. <laughs> Elias. Elias is not Uhtred's sword. <laughs> I was just saying that he's the one doing all the attack. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> okay. So he's like, hey, go, go get him. Go so, get him. Fella. So we're looking for Uhtred, sword of Uhtred, whose name I can't remember now. I'm totally blanking on this in an absolutely ridiculous way. That is no it a doubt girl's name? will bring comments. Eh, something like that. I can't remember. I, for the Sam. love of me, I can't remember. Anyway, he's got all these plans. He's got this thing that's going to give him, a, he'll be able to raise the bonus from what it is to plus five and do all this neat stuff, which, you know, and then he saves the very best for last. My phantom steed now flies. Yeah, which the party basically glosses over. And then when they get into the actual episode, they're like, how do we get to that city? Well, we can take my phantom steed. Nah, let's just teleport. Yeah, that was awesome. I'm taking my <laughs> phantom steed. Yeah, I can teleport yeah. us there. Uh-uh. They just shot him down. Oh yeah. Fast. Well, not not Damn. the party. Tiablith. Right. Matt shot right. him down. Matt just went boom and <laughs> dropped that duck. Stone dead. I mean, I think it's a steed, but I mean, maybe it is a duck. Maybe it's a phantom steed. Uhtred. I think it could look like whatever you wanted. Technically, Uhtred rides a goose. That's yep. what it is. That could be. He shot the he shot the <laughs> goose that laid the golden phantom eggs. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Moving on in the level ups, Tom got a branding thing, so he gets to brand everybody. Because that's not weird in a you know survival horror game. Yeah, it's that's okay. But like, I, I will say mechanically, the fact that it protects everybody from the fire damage he deals. So he will only do cold damage now. That's right. He brands yeah, them and then cold, cold damage. But he could fireball inside the party f- without fear. I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, he already does that without fear. <laughs> well, just, right. It just hurts the party. That's right. <laughs> But he won't be hurting the party anymore. I mean, that's that's growth for our genus. Come on now. And Tom. Come on now. And then yeah. Matt. 
Matt gets a gets another what is he, what did he call that set of focus focus another set of foci and he goes into necromancy and he takes animate dead. Hold on one second. My cat is clawing at my door for some reason. I had to shoo her away. Okay, I was holding for 20, 20 seconds for that. No, I was like 10 seconds, I think. <laughs> yes, using my own bit against me, being literal. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> so Matt dabbling in necromancy and being evil is not at all going to cause a problem at any point in the remainder of the adventure. Mm-mm. Not at all. Not one bit. I mean... I don't know. Like I, I don't know. I don't. I was trying to make a funny joke, and it just died. Maybe Matt can bring it back, or Joe can reincarnate it. <laughs> yeah, I like that. He's like, I'm, whether I'm we like it or him. not. <laughs> even though the description says you must be willing and all this stuff, which I'm going to say right now. See, do you all see? This is not Thelias. It's not him. This is an evil plant from like Tarbafon himself. Trap? Exactly. Definitely an evil plant. I'm just. <laughs> You're stuck in your Venus flytrap? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, if you wouldn't go into where it smells, you'd be okay. That's how the Venus flytrap gets it. It emits a scent that is attractive to flies and other carrion eating mm-hmm. insects. And apparently, toast, because <laughs> toast is caught in her own Venus flytrap. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so, I guess. We find out we're in some kind of jungle. Or something or other, forest something. The kind of it's a jungle with. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. But then the description becomes it's this forest later on. So that led me to believe we were maybe in the Mwangi Expanse. And I thought, uh oh, we're doing some kind of Skull and Shackles crossover here. It's about to get awesome. <laughs> I then they threw that away. Yeah, I, I for for a brief moment I was thinking we we're doing like a uh, um, oh god, what the hell is it called? What the hell was that city called? There's a city in Superman in a bottle. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't know the name of it. Yeah, because Alex kept describing the flowers as the biggest things you've ever seen. I'm like, are they big or are they normal size? And the characters are just really fucking small. <laughs> And I'm like, Candor. Did we? Sh- did we? Sh- Candor. That's what it is. Did did we shrink down, and and we're doing a you know a mini episodes. <laughs> Indeed. I don't. I obviously you know that gets thrown out as well. But it was a fun. Matt fun tossed out a theory. He it, he says oh, yeah. we're in the very distant past, or we're on a lost or hidden remnant of Aslant. Yep. So I th- I thought, oh man, that's pretty clever. I mean, Joe said we were in the future or the past. I we're don't some, think Joe. We are really, somewhere in time. Yeah, I don't. Know. Wait, that was an album. I know that was an album. <laughs> somewhere in time. Yeah, I think that was an Iron Maiden album. I'm gonna take a second and look right now. I just did. It's a movie. Somewhere in time studio album by Iron Maiden. Huh. Boom. So it is. Okay. But yeah, no. I they throw all this, all these theories out, which are fun. Yes. The, a the lot time of stuff travel thing could have been fun. Could have been very interesting. Oh, and when Tiablis says to. They're going to teleport because you see a city several miles away. So I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. And then Tiblis all, hey, we're going to teleport. And right away, Tom goes right into Rogar's shop. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I was like, I was like shaking my head and I'm going, man, if only it wasn't so damn funny. <laughs> it would have been funny if, if Tiblis had actually had greater teleport and just gone Did it? back to the shop. And then he's like, I'm not <laughs> sure I can get back to where I was. Yeah. Oh God, that, that would have good. been funny. It's like shit. She sent us there, and I came back here as a joke. Uh, uh, AP derailed. <laughs> that's right. 
Okay, so I got something about the description of the city. As uh, mm-hmm. you were commenting that the really large flowers and and its resemblance to Candor, but I too had a memory tickled, and I yeah, don't you know if this see is on purpose. About that. I should, I should. I said memory though, not memory. I. When he teleports there, he, Alex goes right into this description. Oh, you walk in. It looks like this. It's got the big flowers. He doesn't mention any people. And for the life of me, I, I don't know why it hit it, but it totally put me on edge. And I was, I was thinking of the Conan story, Red Nails. And right after I typed the note down, man, this has me thinking of Conan and the Red Nails. That's when Alex goes, literally, I, you know, I finish my note. Alex is all, oh, and the people walking by are dressed completely different than you. And you, you know, this is, and gives a description. I'm like, oh my God. And that's the first mention <laughs> of people at all. And I, everything up until that, I'm like, is this like an abandoned city? Is this, this is creepy, but no, apparently not. You just had to spoil your fun. Yep. People weren't worth mentioning and, until, you know, that point. Yeah. And then we find out they speak Razet Lanny. Yeah. Which I, I don't, is it just Atlante or as... I looked up I, the spelling, and it is not like R A, you know, R Aslanti. It's different, mm. and apparently they're on a continent called Arcadia. Yeah, I don't know anything about this continent in the Pathfinder universe. Like, I, I genuinely didn't know it existed. I went and had to go look it up, and I'm like, oh, okay. I, I too this looked it up, new. and it was interesting. I was not sure. I mean, I'm like be cool to see some ap there i don't know if any ap is set in there but it would be neat to see that to explore it there looked like there was a lot of different interesting things going on we find out they're in the city of yolispan in zopatl which is a country in arcadia yeah i i don't know what to think about it i don't have any references for this yeah, I didn't. I didn't either. I was. I was totally blown away that they got launched so far. I mean, I honestly thought that the Mwangi Expanse was going to be kind of where they ended up. You know, especially yeah, when I got the jungle. So I was thinking, you know, inner sea region. I wasn't aware that it was going there. It's. I mean, it's not like Jade Regent where you go to Tien, which is you know a ways away. Yes. I mean, it's just a short three to six month, you know, crossing over the crown in a caravan. It's fine. <laughs> Oh, oh! So it's actually connected. Oh yeah, by land oh, to yeah. uh, the inner sea region. Yes, it is. You go up uh-huh. through the lands of the Lenorm Kings, and you go up through the Crown of the World. And you can cross right over through the Wall of Heaven into Hungal. Ah, okay. I I didn't know that's where it was located. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a a continent separate. But it 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 is its own continent, but it's 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 like Europe and Asia. Caps. Oh no, it's polar ice cap that connects them. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, this no, isn't so like, like that. Arcadia yeah. is not like that. It's a completely <laughs> different continent that is not connected by a polar land bridge or any kind of bridge. Like yeah, there's like an archipelago where Aslant used to be before it sank, mm-hmm. and then you can still follow the archipelago apparently all the way over to Arcadia, but it is uh, you know sea monster infested right. waters where. Aslant was mm-hmm. so and, it's kind of and, out there yeah it's so a little this, bit of this a trip. woman this woman comes up to them uh, uh casts tongue so they can actually communicate and ends up taking them back to her house and i i find it odd that in 800 years history hasn't made it over this far when they were talking about uh Razney's, you know fate they thought she just kind of died i guess and it turns out yes yeah, she did but like in 800 years you guys didn't hear about her coming back to life or the fact that she rules a country when she said she knows most countries and i'm like i i don't 
Yeah, don't there know was, if well, did you notice that she said it was killed by the monster and they named a monster and it wasn't Tarbaphon or another name mm-hmm. for Tarbaphon and they clearly knew who Tarbaphon was? Right. Oh, yes, very bad lich. So I'm like, yeah. so apparently she's died once already before Tarbaphon kills her. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm very confused and I'm hoping that gets sorted out because I'm willing to overlook a lot of like piezo inconsistencies but this is this seems like a really big one it's like people travel across the world right that's a thing that happens in 800 years nobody told them hey you know that person that you you worshipped or was here and that was really smart yeah they're they're the queen of geb now they're undead i mean it 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 strikes me as is just a little too unbelievable even for a fantasy world (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. That one's that one is uh, that one's kind of tough. I don't. She says she's a scientist when she introduces right. herself. So I don't know if that means I don't use magic. In which case, then you know, perhaps the specifics of the continent of Arcadia, i.e., who has actually traveled there and how much interaction they have with outsiders because of the perilousness of the journey and a lot of people not wanting to face the peril. Yeah. You know, maybe that's part of that, I, but I would think if they under if they have magic, then I mean you certainly could, you know, do some divination spells to find out what's the state, you know, what's the the state of Arasni or, you know, or or what, you know, I I don't know. It, I, you, I don't know. you got it, me there. There's a lot that's not adding up, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I yeah, hope just... what we're going to find out is that backstory so we find out who the monster is that killed Arasni. And when Teoblith kind of catches her up on what's happened with Arasni, she knows who Aridin is. She knows Aridin's right. this meddler dude from Asland. Exactly. So I'm and like, I, we're like, just, who uh, the hell, what the heck do you mean meddler dude from Asland? So I'm like, I don't know. I mean, maybe the monster that killed her, that, you know, was like just after he, Aridin achieved godhood. And so he could be brought her back. And that was how she got her divine spark. I don't know. I really don't know. It's it's but, really really wacky. I'm I'm hopeful that they'll tie it together real neat and we'll have enough of the pieces to be like, "Oh, I get it. This happened here and then then she shows up again here and does this and then whatnot." But yeah, I mean, understanding what those countries are there, it sure seems like she ought to know who rules Geb. Yeah, I mean, if she's familiar with the inner sea region. Yeah. I just it I, I don't know. It it struck me as very odd. Although, you know, Arasni isn't actually ruling Geb. She's running Geb, not ruling it. She would be the figurehead. She would be the person that everyone knows. Like, yeah. Well, Geb. no, everyone knows Geb is king of Geb. Right. Unless I totally like, misunderstand even... the lore. So Arasni as his queen. Queen? Sure. But like isn't... he makes her run the country. Yeah, but that doesn't like, mean, that doesn't mean she's the ruler of the country. I I mm, right. I, I mean, fe- I feel like if if the people in Curse are screaming, "It's a Razni! It's a Razni!" She's like the figurehead that goes out to you know run the country according to however Geb wants her to, I guess. But like, she would be the person that people would know. Yeah. See, I think of her as like the. I, I think they would know Geb, right? Like in our system, you know who the president of the United States is, right? You don't always remember who secretary of state is. I don't know who the current secretary of state is. I, I feel like this is more of a... Uh... But I think of it and that. It's, you know, there's the ruler and then there's kind of the, 
the person that maybe you send out, you know, like when you have a parliamentarian thing, you got like the prime minister and then you got yeah, exactly. you know, somebody but, else. But in, in that scenario, everyone would know who the prime minister is. It's like, okay, well, yeah, England has a, a king. Everyone knows who Charles is. And, and, you know, maybe you don't know the exact person running, you know, the parliament at the moment. But like, it's like, you know, they exist. Okay, you know well, that's, I mean, I don't know. You've hit on a, you've hit on an excellent you've hit on an excellent thing, which is you in finding a real world example. Let's look at at Russia, right? Mm-hmm. Putin was whatever the hell he was president, and then he had some other guy as prime minister, which was right. a, nobody knew who the hell that dude was, which was Medvedev or whatever his name was. This is going back a little bit, folks. It's not the current thing until he could get himself put back in as president for life, right? Putin had to do all that maneuvering, but he had this guy that. You know, we're like, I was like, who the hell is this dude? And then find out, oh, he was Putin's prime minister. Yeah. So he was doing stuff. He was there to run some part of the thing for Putin. But, you know, nobody knew who he was until I got to put up this guy to take that official position. And I need my patsy that's going to roll over when I tell him to get out. So, I mean, I I look at Geb that way, right? Geb is the yeah. Putin figure. And this other guy, Razni, is there. And maybe somebody knows who it is. But until... You know, that big switch happens, you know, nobody's really going to know. Now, mm-hmm. I get the, the folks in the inner sea knowing because, you know, Geb got married, which is creepy for a ghost. And then it's creepy that, you know, he made sure it was an undead bride. I'm sure there's some some beef horror flick we can find that would be adequate adequate for that. Maybe zombies in space or zombies <laughs> of the stratosphere. What? It's a Leonard Nimoy film. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were just making stuff up. (laughs) No, no. Zombies of the Stratosphere. It's an actual, I guess it was a serial uh, that played in, uh, you know, in front of movies. And so you could catch multiple episodes, you know, across various movies, you know, so you'd watch this little serial and then you'd do your main, your main feature. But Zombies of the Stratosphere, early Leonard Nimoy work. Anyway. um, Okay. okay (laughs) But, but all of this is, it brings me to my to my one big thing for this episode and that is when Uhtred is explaining their story to this woman whose name I do not remember Malayla something or other which I think we'll get flack for for not remembering but we're gonna get uh, flack for that (laughs) and for not remembering the name of you know his sword Uhtred sword of Uhtred's name Bethany is it Bethany Bethany. we're so bad (laughs) we're so gonna take it for this one yeah but but Uhtred says here's the cliff notes version implying that cliff notes are a thing that exists in Galarian. <laughs> so are, are they just like little yellow books like they are here? Is there a guy named Cliff that makes notes on books? There is, in <laughs> fact, a Pathfinder venture captain named Cliff, and he likes to leave loose leaf notes and take notes in that fashion about all kinds of subjects. That's in the Pathfinder lore. It's there. Go look for it. That's what I got to say. And if you can't find it, then you need to look at a quality cliff notes to find it because they'll have it in there. <laughs> I just, I was sitting in my car. And it's Cliff's notes, not cliff notes, folks. Cliff's notes. Yeah, like Craigslist. Exactly. <laughs> I was listening to this on my way home. <laughs> I just started laughing at this because I'm like, I I forgot all about the, the history stuff. And I'm like, and it not making sense. And I'm like, okay, we have to focus on this because Cliff's notes are apparently a thing in the area now. I Absolutely. Need I need them. 
And and I have a theory I'm going to throw out there too. It wasn't Arasni that saved the party. No. No, it was Nessie. Oh, God. Remember Tarbaffon's <laughs> girlfriend? She's, she's are, a woman we are scorned. So far off the rails. <laughs> no, no, she's a woman scorned. Come on. She's the lover he he threw away. Right? She's in pain. And these people have caused him some problem. They there's a chance for payback here. And she reached out and they and remember, she has a connection with the party, right? There's a connection with the party. They got trapped in that mindscape, right? And and they made contact with her there. She's got a connection to them. And so she's like, no, no. I'm going to I'm going to save you guys and I've got a plan. She's just got to figure out how to, you know, make contact with them again. I'm I'm telling you. That's what's going on here. 100%. 100%. So far off the rails. <laughs> she totally gave Erasney an assist there, you know? It wasn't really Erasney. Erasney just wanted it to happen, right? And and Nessie, you know, kind of provided the uh, the power there. The boost, <laughs> if you will, to make it happen. <laughs> I think we're done. What? That theory is no worse than your Venus flytrap. <laughs> okay. You're right. Thank I you. That's uh, good to be recognized for the intelligent and intellectual cleverness that, you know, we bring to this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to save us by uh, taking us out. <laughs> I think that's going to do it for us this week. If you feel like it and you haven't tuned out already, you can find us and the players at somewhere on Discord. You can find links on their website. (laughs) I'm Lady Toast. (laughs) And I'm Lord Richter. (laughs) And I'm so sorry. (laughs) Goodbye. We can redo that. <laughs> oh, that God. was so dumb. That was so bad. <laughs> now, what do you, what's got you up all laughing your butt off this time? We're so far off the rails, and I love it. It's just so dumb. Hey, now. No, I didn't say it was bad. I love it. It's great. <laughs> just, I just was like... <laughs> I just kept thinking, I'm like, we did, we did a normal intro, right? And then we did a normal talking about the, the, the level ups and the city. And then we get into Superman a little bit. And then it's like, uh, no, here's Putin. No, here's the queen of England. No, here's. (laughs) Yeah. Finding that exact, you know, (laughs) metaphor in the real world was a little difficult on us. I admit had to, we had to shoot for a couple of world leaders there to see what we could get. Okay. I'll take oh, us on. out again. Oh, yeah. Take take us out. Leia's in here. I'm sure she wants to talk to you, but take us out real quick first. And that's going to do it for us this week. You can find us and the players in the Inspired Incompetence Discord. Links can be found at inspiredincompetence.com. I'm Lady Toast. And I'm Lord Richter. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Damn it. Get off my drink. I'm Get sorry. off my drink. I had a drink in front of me and I have these gnats that like to invade my house in the summer. Oh. And they're ignoring my traps at the moment and my Going drink. for your drink. You, you almost saw to leave that in. It's the funny part because I like that. Get off my drink, gnats. Get off my drink. <laughs>
<laughs> sound like some kind of crazed person. I know, but it was so great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. All right. Oh, great mm. start. Great start. I love it. I love it. Okay. Take us away, Toast. <laughs>